Hello and welcome to the podcast Invest in You, episode 117, Times Fly. And today we've got another female fantastic guest from Belgium with us. Uh, before we uh, invite you to, to speak, uh, Jasmina, hi Charlie, how are you today? I'm good. You're good, perfect. Charlie will shoot off after just a short moment to carry on with the schoolwork. Welcome to the podcast, Jasmina. Wow, Frederick and Charlie, I'm so honored that you've invited me to come on your podcast. And wow, podcast 117, I'm telling you, I just got started and I'm at number three or something. Yeah. So, wow, well how, done. How do you find great. podcasting? Do you consume, I guess, more than, than you produce so far? I, I consume so much more than I produce. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good, good. So if you bump into someone and they ask a super boring question like, what do you do? What do you usually respond to that? That is a boring question, isn't it? That would be a funny <laughs> one in a second. <laughs> it's like, who are you and what do you do? Um, yeah. So what do I do? I do a lot of things. For three years now, I am a sales strategist. I've got my own company. I'm a sales strategist where I help entrepreneurs, female entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs from startups in how to boost their sales, grow their business, expand their customer base and um, generate more revenue. And next to that, I'm also an empowerment coach where I help teeners, uh, teenagers, teeners, teenagers and women to embrace their value and to stand in their power and put their value into the world with confidence and clarity. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the more interesting question, like what, why, why do you do what you do? That's more interesting. Oh, I love what you hear. <laughs> That's a question, right? <laughs> so, why? so why am I a sales strategist? 23 years ago, I stumbled into the sales profession. I became the first woman selling forklifts in the port of Antwerp. And since then, I've been building my sales career in a predominantly male environment. And I always looked at sales as we have to bring value and it has to be human-centric. And both those two, I sometimes found missing in a lot of companies in how they position themselves, in how they do sales. They're pushing the product like they're a little bit drug dealers and they're not taking care for their customers in, um, from their heart, you know? And so for me, after 23 years, I said the last um, job that I did was very successful. I helped a startup grow from two countries to 14 countries over four continents. And the, the company was sold. And I said, okay, I'm not going to do traditional sales anymore. I'm going to help entrepreneurs to to do sales from the heart. So that's my why. I need to change the perspective of sales, right? The perception of sales. The second thing, when it comes to teenagers, I was um, at 14, I was a troubled teenager, lost, lonely, abandoned. And I took a whole lot of um, wrong decisions that weren't, Uh, becoming of me as a person, right? Um, I came from a poor background, a mother struggling, single mother struggling, father abandoned us. And and I ended up in a juvenile institution. And I told myself, I will show the world that I'm more than the label they put on me. Okay. That was my main drive and motivation to succeed in the world, to make career. I ended up 
dropping out of high school, I made a successful career. <laughs> but, but 10 years ago, I was invited to do a project for uh, high school for teenagers. And I came out of, that, of the training that I was giving to these teenagers. And I said, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And what do I want to do is to leave no teenager behind when it comes for them to understand that no matter what their circumstances are, they can build a life they cannot even conceive of today. And I want to show them the, opp the opportunities. I want to show them the possibilities. And I want to show them that who they are, real to the core, that's what the world is waiting for. And so those are two main, main drivers in what I'm doing today. Okay. So um, expand a bit more on what you do uh, linked to teenagers. What do you, how do you work with them? What, uh, what do you want to accomplish with them and stuff like that? Good question, Charlie. So for me, the main driver is when you are a teenager in a vulnerable situation, like poor environment, domestic violence, um, not a lot of opportunities around you, right? You don't see many examples of on how to succeed. When it comes to that, I want every teenager to connect with their core identity. And the core identity is not the labels that society or other persons are putting on those teenagers, right? It's not like you're Moroccan, you're, um, you're stupid, you're, uh, you're poor, you're whatever, you know? It's not that. Every person has a, a big potential. We come all with a big potential in life and the world is waiting for that potential. So what I want to do is to create something and I'm in the pro uh, process of doing that is to create a safe space, a physical safe space where teenagers can come and learn everything they're not learning in high school or in the traditional education system. And, and then predominantly, it's about how to manage my emotions, how to deal with my emotions, how to take integrity-based decisions. Because if we are not dealing with our emotions in the right way, we might be influenced by people that are taking us down a path. Our parents wouldn't want us to go there, but we, well, if I look back, <laughs> I wouldn't want to go there either anymore, right? <laughs> integrity-based decisions, but also um, skills like how do I manage my money? How do I deal with money? We are not taught that in, in traditional education system. And then how to fall madly in love with yourself. That's so important, specifically when you're a teenager in a vulnerable environment, you don't feel the love. You don't get the attention that you deserve. And I realized it, it took me 30 years to find that out, that love is not found outside of me, it's found within me. And by looking outside of me, I've been in a whole lot of bad places and bad situations because I was looking in all the wrong places. Yep, and yep. it took me a long time. And I want teenagers to understand the love is here. The self-appreciation is here. The self-esteem, the self-trust, all these kind of things. Yeah, it's I, awesome. I, yeah, I work a lot with uh, everyone, including Ivan and Shorty, how very much like what you say to yourself is very much the truth about yourself. Nonsense. If you say you can, if you can't, uh, or if you think uh, empowering questions or limiting beliefs, all of it is true, unfortunately. 
And yeah. you're so right. The empowering questions. We are not taught on how to ask the right questions. What are the right questions that will keep me moving forward to a life that I cannot even imagine today? If yeah. I look back when I was 14 years old, I would have never thought that I would spend thousands and thousands of, of euros and dollars on the world-class coaches today. My 14-year-old self would never have thought that I would be an entrepreneur. I, I told when I was in the juvenile <laughs> institution, I said, I'll show the world. I'll be a CEO of a big multinational company. It's not a multinational yet. Yes. <laughs> But where I am now, I would never have dreamt of that when I was 14 years old. Yep. So it is possible. And whether you think you can or you, or you think you can't, you're, either way, you're always right. Yeah, And I want right. to focus on the can. So uh, let's allow you to ask some kind of like explorative, empowering questions to Charlie. He's not prepared for this. It's not scripted. Uh, ask him about anything uh, which unlocks his mental potential. Yes, now let's let's wing it to, together. And Charlie, sorry to put you on the spot as usual. I'm really uh, sorry for that. I'm <laughs> nice. asking Charlie some questions. Yeah, absolutely. My first question would be, what do you dream of? that you're too too scared to say out loud probably that uh, i'm interested in working at nasa or becoming an astronaut or something a cool job like that mm, I love <laughs> all right you know so that's your vision it all starts with a vision so the first question you have to ask yourself is what is my vision five to ten years from now and when i say vision I need you to make it big and beautiful. I always say like I am, right? Yep. Um, so big and beautiful. I love that you're thinking big and beautiful because what usually happens, we go like in our head, we go like, oh, wouldn't it be nice if I would be an astronaut? And then our gorillas, and I'm ready for a talk in like half an hour, our gorillas on our <laughs> shoulders will start screaming, no, NASA, are you kidding me? No one, no one like you will ever make it to NASA, right? That's the gorillas. I'm here to say, if you focus on your vision and you take all the steps towards your vision, you plan out to, to get to your vision, anything you want is possible, anything you yeah. want, but you have to do the work. If you want to be an astronaut, that's a whole lot of serious work, right? So that would be my first question, the vision. You want me yep. to ask the second? Yeah, I, yeah, go I for it. Yep. I think you'll keep him engaged. <laughs> And keeping him from his homework. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Which actually is about space today. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, so my second question, Charlie, would be, who do you need to become to Great make person. your dream a reality? An astronaut. <laughs> yes. And what doesn't? what are the powerful pure and powerful qualities that an astronaut has to make it there right it's not being the astronaut yeah. but what does an astronaut have to do to get his first step on the rockets or on the spaceship or whatever it's called you see I, i'm not in that in that field so <laughs> right. you know so who do you need to be to make it happen uh you need to be hard working of course Definitely. That, that's probably, I would say, the, you need to be motivated to find the right knowledge you need uh, and be able to work hard towards your goals, basically, I would say. Fit, healthy. Main driving factor. You need to f 
be uh, focused enough to find the knowledge you need to take the steps necessary to and so on and so on become an astronaut basically yes so you've 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 mentioned a few very powerful qualities first of all you have to be motivated and the way you stay motivated to making that because listen there's a whole lot of external things that will try to keep you from your dreams that's the challenge we call life right yeah and so there's a whole lot of people a whole lot of circumstances a whole lot of situations that will happen yeah. on your way to becoming an astronaut so being motivated and staying focused like you said you've you've all ticked all the boxes staying focused being aligned with the dream and feeling like oh how cool would that be if i'm in space looking down on earth going in the galaxy i don't know what whatever you're doing like <laughs> traveling or whatever you know but, and then always always being focused on what that would feel that will keep you motivated and so focus motivation but also drive and perseverance and courage because there will be people that will try to keep you away from your dream there will be things that will be said that you have to say like not la 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 you know when we don't want to hear yeah, something yeah, yeah. like la 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 we have to <laughs> do that so to all the naysayers we go la 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 yes to all the gorillas on our shoulders right we go la 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 <laughs> focus determination perseverance you've got it you've ticked all the boxes absolutely perfect perfect right Shola. so we will let you carry on with your space work this evening mm -hmm. and we'll yes. carry on talking about taking steps necessary but i like to restate one of the key sentences you you said there small uh, steps from man it's, bye uh, bye charlie and uh, and that is very much who do you need to become? That very much applies to everyone. So therefore, what do I need to do to become whatever that might be? Uh, so if you now would like to become the number one salesperson, how does that happen? Exactly. How do you become the number one salesperson if you've never been in touch with sales at all? When I came into, um, into the sales profession, I was, so I was a high school dropout. I started in doing job interviews and I landed my first job filing in the in the in the cellar of a company. So I really start I didn't start on zero. I started on minus 1, right? Yes. Literally uh, and figuratively. I like how you explain that. Yes. <laughs> I think many people can relate to that. Exactly. Exactly. It, sometimes it feels that we're all like, "Oh, how are we going to get higher and higher, right?" And so I climbed my way up by working hard and everything. And so suddenly after seven years, I was the, v, uh, uh, the personal assistant of the vice president of a big IT company. And so I thought I made it. I was like, okay, I'm done. Higher than this, it will never happen. But then this VP was fired and I was asked to leave the company with him. All so right. I was like, oh my God. Now there's no one who will hire me. I will end up in the worst job ever. And this it's, it's done and over with. Two weeks later, I'm telling the story and a friend of mine, he said, oh, but wait, I'm leaving the company where I'm doing sales, selling forklifts. I'm leaving that company and I'm going to put you as my replacement. I was like, All right. uh, excuse me. <laughs> 
Sales, question mark, question mark. Forklifts, question mark, question mark. What? And so I did a sales assessment. The director liked me. He, he saw some potential. And um, I did a sales assessment. Guess what? The sales is in my DNA, right? Yep. So that yep. was already a good base. But then I came into a world where they were not waiting for a woman to come into a man world, a man's world and disturb the environment. And I wasn't intending to disturb anything. I was just glad that I had a job yep. that I could pay my rent and all these kind of things, right? And so, so I had to figure out, am I going to compete with men, which I will never be able to compete with, you know, you know how it is. They go drinking, they go, they went to places that I, they didn't like me coming with them. I don't, I'm not going to elaborate on that. Okay. But drinking, I, I also did because I was like, okay, I'm, I'm part of the, of the club now. Right. Yes. But other things I couldn't do. So it was still a mess. So am I going to compete which in a, in a place where I cannot compete or am I going to look in myself? And that's when the value-based, the human centric, they tested me at Frederick. They tested me. Um, the, the CEOs of these big corporates uh, in the, in the port of Antwerp, they would say, okay, um, I'll allow you to come and visit me. Uh, I'll send you an invitation. Can you be at 6 a.m. in one of one technical shack somewhere in the port of Amsterdam? I would be there at 5:45, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They would test me on my knowledge of the brands of the bolts in the in the wheels. I would say, why does that matter? What do you want to do with the forklift, right? <laughs> so I always took it back to the value base. I would yes. be the one. No one else did this. I would be the one. Okay, you want this type of forklift? Please show me where this forklift has to operate. Yeah. Because yep. maybe this is not the best solution. So I did things differently, which set me apart. And that's that's how I started thinking, who do I need to become? Yes. To make sure that my customers are served, that I bring the value that they deserve and want and pay for, and that I create a long-term relationship. So not only on the profit of this month, of the forklift that I can sell today, no, what relationship can I build over a period of 10, 20 years? I even have customers today that if I would call them the, and I know them for 20 years, they would still go like, oh, Yasmina, she's always walk your talk, bringing the value. Yes. If there's an issue, she takes care of it. That's how I want to be known as a salesperson. So a lot of people think sales is blah, 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 slimy, sleazy, pushy. I'm saying if you serve from your heart yes. and you want to help your customer to achieve the results they are looking for, then you then that's when you're you can be successful. So I'll, I'll unpick that and translate that to to some of you out there. And and one thing that stood out to me was uh, that you do ask questions. Uh, another thing is also it's even got its own book nowadays, like to to challenge the challenge in sales. So actually, you don't just like say yes sir, no sir, no ma'am, yes no ma'am, uh, and, and just bend for their pressure. I like that. Uh, and last but not least, that you are building for the long term. So it seems that you are not afraid to knock on the door, but you also like to keep the door open for the future. Uh, th those are really 
powerful things in sales uh, and they're not always so easy and it's really hard to also to to transmit your feeling for how this can be done in a successful way so how can you get for example this uh, younger female uh, startup techie girl to understand you as entrepreneur founder you are selling whether you want it or not you're selling the idea if not also the product how do you we're communicate always that? selling we're yes. selling 24 7 yeah when i'm uh, i moved uh, three months ago i moved back to antwerp i went i went um house i, I needed a house an apartment i'm selling to the landlord right who i am so that she can trust me that i will come up with the money when I go to the bank to get an investment loan, I need to sell myself. So we're yes. selling all the time. If you want your son to do something, you're selling him, right? But what you're selling, there's a big difference between an average salesperson and an excellent salesperson. The average salesperson will sell the how because they're not thinking about, they're not focused on what the customer wants. They're just thinking, how much money can I put on, on my commission, right? Yep. So they're going, oh, a forklift, it's three, uh, three ton, three meters, blah, 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 here you go, right? So for a tech person, th that's the, 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 the challenge is for most of us is to get to step away from the process and listen to what the customer wants to achieve. And then you speak to the results of what your product or service is going to bring. Yeah. So whether you're, um, listen, Steve Jobs didn't, I'm, it's not an iPhone, eh, by the way, but, <laughs> but Steve Jobs <laughs> didn't um, invent the smartphone for people. He didn't explain the process. You can call, you can text, you can, no. He said, this device will, your will be on this device and you will be able to access anything and everything you want and you need as a value right that was his kind of yes. promise yeah that's what we bought in we didn't bought in how how does it work how many nano chips are in there how many gigabytes whatever we didn't buy into that we bought into the experience and so what makes an excellent uh, salesperson is when you speak to the results and you can bring your customer to imagine the yes. same thing applies here, to imagine a future that, they, that they're not even seeing today. Yep. And that's the role of you as a salesperson to help them see that future. Yeah, you explained this beautifully. And, and I personally bought into the whole from really being like anti-Apple, like this is ridiculous, there's no value at all, until I actually actually tried it out. I was completely converted. And I spent more money than half a brand new car would cost just on Apple products for me and for my family and business. So, yeah. You uh, are not alone, Frederick. You are not alone. I, I switched years I ago back to, uh, back to the, the old school. But um, yeah, that's I good. I bought into the whole experience, the whole. Yep. So that's that's what what I see as um as the most. That's how you differentiate your, yourself from the average person that's doing sales. Yeah, I mean, the, just for the audience to see how quick things can happen when you meet an action taker. Uh, I messaged Jasmina just less than two hours ago, and between now 
and when I contact you the first, I've been on three different Apple devices while communicating <laughs> with you. But you did it. You made it. You made time available and forked. Uh, so shoehorn this in between two uh, things. Uh, so thank you for you taking the me, time. You asked me in your invitation. Flexible in time. Listen, flexibility is my middle name. So yeah. when you call, I make it happen, <laughs> Frederick. I make it happen. Yeah, it's hopeless. Two flexible people trying to work something else. That means it will happen. Exactly, exactly. Good, good, good. And we even got Charlie to join us for a little while. So moving on, uh, you have already said that you really like to work with uh, female entrepreneurs uh, and yes. so on and so forth. So uh, let's shine the light on the work you do specifically right now. Your ideal customer, people that enjoy the most, who what you're doing, yeah. who might they be? So they know that actually I should contact you. Okay. So I've got two tracks. So one is the female entrepreneur that has difficulty positioning themselves in the market and asking for their value. (laughs) Big, big, big challenge. And so we as women, I know you don't have the experience, Frederick, (laughs) (laughs) but we as women find it difficult to go like, look at me, this is what I do best and pay me $3,000 or whatever, right? Yes. We have difficulties doing that. And it, it's a lot of things. It's a lot of limiting beliefs. It's a lot of, um, it's a lot of automatic pattern, thought patterns. And it's also generation after generation after generation where women have been silenced and not spoke up um, in the world. Yep. So yep. those are the ones that I want to help bring their vision to life and attract and have their business grow, right? So that's one part. The other part is um, I'm also an empowerment coach for teenagers and, and, and women, again. Yes. Um, the teenager space, I'm, I'm creating something, but for women specifically, I'm doing these six-month group coaching programs on personal development. So we go from vision to identity to the gorillas on our shoulders, the growth mindset. Yes to what success strategies will work for you and so on, so on. At the end of the six months, you, uh, uh, I want, and that's the result I'm producing, the women feel much more empowered to go into the world and show themselves for who they truly are. So yeah. those are the two I'm focusing on right now. I'm also working with entrepreneurs in startup tech companies really to boost their sales, look at what markets, that's my strong suit, right? Yeah. I can look, I can come into your company and go like, okay, you're here right now. And I can do that in five minutes, for example. Um, you're here right now. Where do you want to go? I ask the right questions, right? I want to go here. Okay, fill this gap. You need to do this, 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 this. I'm action oriented and result oriented. Perfect. So when you do whatever work with me, it's never laid back. Okay, Yasmina, tell me what to do. No, 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 no. Yeah. It doesn't work like that, right? Yeah. So I, I like to give you all, uh, I would like to, the your conversation with myself have 
trigging one book tip from my bookshelf just over there. And uh, I can see at least a couple of books, which we have both have got in our mini library behind us as well. That's Mimi. That's yeah. that's just for shows. When yeah, I yeah, 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 yeah. Now I got the show library. I got the massive one behind because we we actually <laughs> had inherited one with when we bought the house. We actually had a real library, so we have like six thousand books behind my back. Uh, Hashtag officially jealous, Frederick. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, so you can find lots of books there. But uh, my book advice, which was triggered by how you said, like finding your value, is one thing I really like, and it's really rare that you actually price for an outcome, not for hours spent on something, anything like that. Another great connection in my network. His name is Alan Weiss. Million Dollar Consulting is the book title, which uh, might be useful for some of you out there. Basically, if you sell anything and you would like to get more money, that's the book for you. And what book would you recommend? Anything at all? Excuse me. Uh, what kind of book? Which book would you recommend uh, to to the audience? The, oh, do I need to pick one? Uh, you, you you may do several if you motivate them well. Um. Ah. Oh. And doesn't need to be sales related either. Yes, like one oh, or two book tips. First of all, everything that Brene Brown writes, right? You have to read as a as, as my target <laughs> audience. You have to read it. I'm not a feminist. Eh? I'm not here to disrupt the world. I'm just here for women to regain their power. So anything that that helps with that. Then when it comes to selling, this is the one, right? This one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Which is usually what people wouldn't uh, relate to sales. You need to say it out loud for people who can't see good, it, of course. Yeah, of course. Good. I'm like showing it. Good <laughs> to great from Jim Collins. Yes. But when you when you read the message and you allow the message to enter, you will see things that are of value when you want to be um, um, a successful salesperson. Yes. But what else do I have? I've got so many books. That's all right. <laughs> um, I, I cannot. Uh, uh, yeah, anything from Tony Robbins, of course. Lisa Nichols, she's my coach and trainer. So yeah. anything from them. I'm reading so much. I'm now reading Frederick, and it has nothing to do with sales. Yep. I'm reading uh, grandmothers. Hold on. The grandmothers are speaking to you. It's a Dutch book. It's a Dutch. <laughs> it's not translated. Yeah. Yeah. I, I need, I, yeah. You know, I, I listen to so many books as well. Uh, I do more of that actually. Cool. So, uh, and any for the female entrepreneurs, any books on the energy of money? Like, uh, there's a book. Oh, so, um, yeah, I can't remember it, but there's a book. If I read it, it makes me smile. Every word, every sentence, it makes me smile. While usually around money, we're very tight, right? We're yes. frustrated. We never have enough. We're not making any, blah, blah, blah. But when I read that book, it's um, it's about money speaking to the author, right? What is money telling you? And I, it makes me happy. It makes me good. happy. Good, good, so, good. Kind of thing. So <laughs> what, what, another question we always ask is, uh, what does the term invest in you mean for yourself? Invest oh. in yourself. Good question. And I love the title of the podcast, by the way. Investing in, in you, when I wouldn't invest in myself, I wouldn't have made it this far. My, I always tell my entrepreneurs, and it applies to me, 
your business or your life will only expand in the um, ratio that you are willing to invest in yourself. Yeah. If cool. you're not investing in yourself, if you're not growing your business, your life, it will all stay flat. But the more you invest in yourself, the more your life and your business will expand. And it doesn't mean like this, eh? it's not, how do you say it, linear up? Yeah. yeah it's yeah. in waves, in waves. But at the end of our lives, if we're doing it right, if we're learning, growing, staying focused on our vision, the one that we want to put in, into the world, yep. if, we, if we do that, then we're going to see that it might have been ups and downs, ups and downs, but the end result will always be higher than where you have started. Yeah. That's what I truly believe. Like the sound of that. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls all over the world, you have listened in to Jasmina uh, Fadli. And where is the best place to find you on social media if you have to pick one channel? Uh, if I have to pick one channel, yep. if you're... <laughs> oh, are you making it again? Do I have I to? You're yes, going to give two. You know me, right? <laughs> well, you, you don't, but you know me now. So first of all, if you're in business, LinkedIn, I'm yep. posting blogs every week on sales. And then on Facebook, find me, Yasmina Fadli, Corporate Game Changers. Follow me. I'm doing, uh, from time to time, I'm doing challenges, all these kind of things. So go there and then you will be directed to all the projects I'm doing. So, cool. yeah. Perfect. And, and also the website you actually mentioned there indirectly, uh, corporategamechanges.com. Is that the best official place to find you? That's the one if you want to learn more about sales and how I can help you boost your sales. And then you have yasminafadli.com, just my name. And yep. that's all if you want to be empowered, regain your power, step into your greatness. If you want to do that, that's the place to go there. So right now, this has been recorded due to the fantastic COVID times, which means that everything is done online. Uh, you are living, I presume, in Belgium. Uh, are you, yeah. like you said, you said you're flexible. I propose and suggest, I guess you will work anywhere when this is over and done with, right? I've got a hashtag, based in Belgium, playing globally. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm being asked by companies <laughs> in Romania, in South Africa, in the States, So I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm flexible. And You're cool. flexible. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So uh, Ivan did not join us today. Surely was here for a while. He's now continuing his work around space. So thanks for tapping into uh, challenging in a bit on that one. Um, any last words to the audience in 120 plus countries? I wish each and every one of you, no matter what the circumstances are today, Where, where, where it's been a roller coaster of craziness, I wish that you find out who you are. Let that be the main mission in your life, to find out who you truly are, what your core, pure, powerful qualities are, and then go and step into your greatness, conquer the world, and get paid a whole lot of money for that. And, uh, and I'm, I'm just building on what you said there by don't listen to the gorillas, listen to the kind voices, what you're saying to yourself. All Absolutely. the best from Sweden and Belgium. Thank you, Frederick, for having me. See you next time. Thank you.